BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Thursday. It's already been a whole lot of fun. More fun than the euthanasia we're going to talk about in a while. Oh, gosh. Chris, did you see? You know what? You need to go pull that thing. Canada has a commercial talking about it. Chris, go pull that. We'll, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Now, before I get to this uh, ask, ask Dr. Jesse question, I do want to do something really, really quickly first. You do remember Jeffrey Epstein, right? That was big news. Jeffrey Epstein, billionaire. Turns out he is a man who traffics underage women internationally for other very wealthy, very powerful people across the planet. Now, this is when we get to the part that gets a little bit uncomfortable. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, was arrested, and then he, quote, kills himself in a jail cell. The cameras just happened to malfunction, and the the guards fell asleep. Nothing to see here. Anyway, he kills himself in a jail cell, and then Ghislaine Maxwell, his right-hand woman, or some say she was in charge, but his right-hand woman, she gets arrested, gets put on trial. It was the most 
sealed, tight-lipped trial ever, which is so odd. We weren't allowed in the courtroom. We weren't allowed to hear anything because this is the woman who would know all the names. I mean, who was visiting Epstein Island? Who who were all these wealthy, powerful people? Are they people who run the country? Are they people who are highly influential? Are they in charge? And so she goes to jail, and now a common thing you'll hear from people on the right is, uh, <clears throat> was she trafficking to nobody? Who was she trafficking to? How do we not know who Ghislaine Maxwell was trafficking to? How is this something we don't know? To which I always find that question to be pretty interesting because there are two things. I won't say that we know, but there are two things that are really, really, really obvious that are out there. One, Amy Roebuck is her name. She worked, doesn't work for them anymore, but she worked for ABC. And Project Veritas got a behind-the-scenes video of Amy Roebuck on camera talking about how she wanted to run with the Epstein story. And she was lamenting the fact that ABC wouldn't. And during her rant, she was talking about all the witnesses they had. And they had concrete things. Like she's making it really sound like she's got something solid. And as part of that rant, you know what she said? She said, and I quote, I believe this is a direct quote, we had... Clinton. That's what she said. We had Clinton. That's those were her exact words. Chris, do you have it? You know what? Play it. This this was Amy Roebuck. Oh, we don't know who was on the client list. Amy Roebuck sure seems to know. First of all, I was told who's Jeffrey Epstein. No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. And then um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. That kind of seems like a big deal, doesn't it? The still very much alive former president of the United States of America. wonder if anybody's asked him about that. And there is another name. I mean, you heard the names on there. Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton. Look, these are not my names. I'm not bringing you this. These are just names on there. There is another name that comes up time and time and time and time and time again as somebody who spent a whole lot of time with Jeffrey Epstein. You might recognize the voice. He's the guy who's been buying up all of America's farmland so you can't put cattle on it, and the guy who's been selling you vaccines for two years. There have been a number of reports, including in the New York Times, and and you know where I'm going with this, uh, about a handful of meetings, if not more, that you took with Jeffrey Epstein after he uh, had been convicted as a sexual offender. And I know that you have said it was a mistake and uh, that... Uh, it was something that you, you wished you had not done in retrospect. But I'm curious now, with, with hindsight, uh, since those stories came out, what you think the, the lesson of that was? Well, definitely, uh, you know, any people with a reputation spending time with him probably gave him an undeserved sense of, you know, being back in the mainstream or not uh, being a pariah. And so my doing that was a mistake. As I go about trying to raise money for global health, uh, which, you know, every extra thousand dollars we 
uh, raised for that cause saves one life. And so we are extremely resource limited. We can buy more bed nets, we can buy more vaccines. Uh, in that case, you know, I made a mistake in judgment that I thought that, that those discussions would lead literally to billions of dollars going to global health. Uh, turned out I, that was a bad judgment, that was a mirage, none of that money ever appeared, and I gave him some benefit by the association. So I, you know, I made a doubly uh, wrong mistake there. Just a mistake. I was trying to help people. Just global health. You know what else is wild? This is crazy. FBI raided Epstein Island. Epstein was famous, famous for keeping blackmail material on the people who were doing these things with him. I mean, pictures, video, audio, right? Where is all that? Where'd all that go? Huh. And then we have this little bit from Bill Gates as well. I'm going to move off this. Just nothing to see here. I just thought it was interesting. Remember, remember this little interview? Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Okay. We'll move along. I'll just say, I mean, I hear a lot of people say, where's the client list? We've got a few names, don't we? Dear four-day work week, you know what? It's not nice. Your segment on ESG at big companies hit home yesterday. I work at a Fortune 500 company, and while we are one of the few good ones out there, we get forced into a lot of these culture and ESG issues because of SEC rules. Remember, the SEC is not the college football conference that's inferior to the Big Ten. The SEC is the Security and Exchange Commission. All right? Anyway, he goes on to say, the new proposed climate disclosure rule is going to cost a ton to implement. If it's passed, the companies are going to have to disclose their carbon emissions and the emissions of all of their suppliers, even if those suppliers are mom and pop shops. So what does that mean? Simple. Companies will spend a bunch of time and costs to implement these rules and pass those costs on to the consumers. And the mom and pop suppliers will either have to comply or go out of business. The cost of everything you buy will be going up in the future because of SEC rules. That's a fact. Whenever you mention three-letter agencies that are causing destruction, you need to include the SEC in that list. And then he says, enjoy the weekend vacation tomorrow. I hope the fish are biting. I'm not going on vacation, okay? I'll be live on TimCast tomorrow night. You can watch me in the chair. And you know what else sucks? I have to miss one of my son's sporting events on Saturday. I hate missing my youngest son, Luke. I, have to, I, have to, I hate missing that stuff. I like being at that stuff, and I hate missing it. So no, not only am I working tomorrow, Saturday's a travel day, so I'm not on vacation. But back to the SEC, this is what this is one of the things we face, and it's one of the reasons I've been so loud about GOP states, red states, joining together and creating for themselves alternate economies and attacking all this insanity because the federal government is ingraining this. This stuff is being engraved in stone in American policy across the board. Remember, this stuff is getting implemented in the Pentagon. They're trying to get the military to, quote, go green. 
It is across the board being forced onto us. We don't have any protection from it except in red states, states like Florida. I want to have the values not of Davos imposed on us, but of places like Destin and Dunedin, where I grew up. Um, Things like the World Economic Forum, uh, those policies are dead on arrival in the state of Florida. Uh, We are not going to go down that road. Florida. This is a headline from Reuters. I always want to say Reuters, Chris. Can't I say Reuters? Anyway, this is a headline from Reuters. Florida pulls $2 billion from BlackRock in the largest anti-ESG divestment. You've seen states like West Virginia, Texas, and others begin to do this, divest from this stuff. This hurts these companies. Now, BlackRock has something like $8 trillion in investments, so, so it is... It's not the end of the world, but trust me, $2 billion, no matter how much you have hurts, your red states need to be joining together on things like this and fighting against it. Now, let's talk about something good before we get on and talk about national divorce and food and handling bullies. You want to talk about handling bullies? Someone asked about that. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Before we do that, let's help some widows and orphans real quick. We are tasked to do that, are we not? We have to help widows and orphans. You and I make a mistake. I know, look, I know I do. I read a headline about some cop gets gunned down in the line of duty and my heart breaks and then you see a picture of his beautiful family or her beautiful family and you say to yourself, oh man, that sucks. I feel so bad. Uh, can I give $10? What, what, what can I do to help? And then you forget. And I forget. Well, it's Christmas time. Believe me, when that Christmas tree goes up, the kids won't be forgetting about dad. Or mom, this is a hard time. This is the time to help. Tunnel to Towers comes alongside these families of first responders, Gold Star families, and they help. They ask for $11 a month. Go to T, the number two, T.org, and sign up to give 11 bucks a month. Go now. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday night, and it is an Ask Dr. Jesse Thursday. So we're going to set all that ESG stuff aside for a few, and let's dig into some alternate things. Remember, your questions don't have to be political. They can be. That's fine. They don't have to be. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Dr. Jesse. Remember, I am, I am a doctor, even though I have less than three years of credits at a community college, but I consider myself to be a doctor. Chris, yeah, at an accredited community college. Chris, do you think I could get a degree printed out anyway? We can print it out, right? That's not illegal because we don't want to do anything illegal. Is it legal? We, can, we probably can't say the name of the university. It'll be fine, Chris. Chris, I need a doctorate behind me tomorrow. Stat. <laughs> I'll even start using doctor's words. We're losing them. We're losing them. Clear. I got it. Anyway, Dr. Jesse, how do you help your sons handle bullies? I have a daughter who's being tormented by a boy, and all I can think of are communists and how pain is the only thing that will deter them. But I don't want to tell her to pop this guy in the nose or jump in myself and get teachers and parents involved. I think she needs the tools to handle things like this on her own. She'll need those to navigate life. What say you, Oracle? Well, the fact that this is a daughter makes it a little bit more difficult because girls are built different than boys. 
and this is what I'm going to say is going to be uncomfortable and offensive, but it it really is true and it sucks. I I have fought bullies. I have been bullied. You know, when I when you were a little kid, I remember in the third grade there was some big kid on the bus. He was some sixth grader or something like that. He was twice my size, picking on me. I ended up taking my transformer and donging him with it and got kicked off the bus. But still, it's you know I've been bullied, right? Most most men, most guys, shoot, most women too. I shouldn't make it men. Women can be terrible to each other. Most dudes have experienced something like this almost always in your school years. It, it kind of fades away as you get older. But something hasn't changed. Human nature hasn't changed. The bully won't respect anything but a pop in the face. And if that offends you, I don't care. You need to ball up your fist and smash it into his face. Probably only have to do it once. Even your baby girl. It doesn't take, it doesn't take forever, but spend some time teaching her how to throw a decent punch. Most people don't know. And teach her to sock him right in the nose. And look, maybe that'll, you know what, let me say something. That might go bad for her. Because people give this advice all the time. Yeah, pop him in the nose. And then you'll just strut off like you're the king of the school. And you'll snatch up the the head of the cheerleading team. And she'll date you after that. No, sometimes that's actually going to get your butt kicked. Sometimes punching that bully, embarrassing him in front of everybody, hurting him in front of everybody. Sometimes that's going to get your butt kicked. Sometimes you're going to go home after that with a busted up face. You know what's probably never going to happen again, though? You getting bullied. Because that guy... He wants easy prey. No matter what, even, even after he beats you up, he's going to remember what it felt like to get drilled in the nose. Maybe you'll have to do that to him one more time, but I promise there won't be a third time. And there's, the, there's not another way to deal with them. Bullies understand the fist and nothing else. They don't understand your mom calling his mom. They don't understand call. Hey, wait, I, let's get to the principal's office. They don't understand anti-bullying programs. They don't. They don't understand those things. A bully understands pain, and I know. It, look, it's easier for me with my sons because look, that's the talk I've had with my sons. If someone ever treats you in this way, look. I, I don't even tell mine to wait and, and, well, wait, you never hit first, but you only hit back. That's ridiculous. That's a stupid concept you see in the movies. If you think it's about to get violent, you hit first and you hit hard. But I tell my sons that. Well, well what, if we, what if we get in trouble? I should never get in trouble with me. I'll come down, pick you up from the principal's office. We're going to get ice cream. And we'll, maybe we'll go to the movies too. You're not in trouble with me. I don't care about in trouble at school. That makes people uncomfortable. And it makes us uncomfortable because we want a different way, right? The ideal world is there is no bully. That's the ideal world. The bully doesn't exist, especially when it's your baby girl, right? That's your daughter. You would do anything. You lay down in traffic to protect your daughter. You don't want the – why is there a bully bullying your daughter? What a piece of crap he must be. And he must be a piece of crap, and I bet he has piece of crap parents too. But there's not a second way to deal with the bully. And I don't care how newfangled we get. And we have a new program in place at school. Nothing will ever take the place of a fist buried into somebody's face. That's just the bottom line. There's not another way around it. You've got to hit him or you've got to get bullied. Nothing else works. How about that, Chris? We got all kinds of hate mail for that. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com, by the way. <laughs> now, speaking of bullies. 
I don't like, I don't mind big corporations, right? I don't mind big corporations. I really, really dislike big corporations that make it a habit to smash whoever they can possibly smash. I don't like that Walmart has now made a living trying to run small businesses out of living and I'm uh, out of business. And I'm a, I'm a Walmart man to spend a whole bunch of time in Walmart's good, cheap stuff. I don't like the way they do business anymore. I don't like that they run drag shows, sponsor drag shows now. I don't like that they took Mike Lindell's political stance and used that as an excuse to run him out of, uh, out, of, out of the store. I despise that kind of stuff. And I believe in supporting people who've been crapped on by these big evil companies. Mike Lindell deserves your support. And it's not as if I'm asking you to give to a charity here. I'm asking you to purchase... The greatest freaking bedding ever. I mean, even the dog beds are great. My dog never gets off his. Their pajamas are amazing. My wife adores them. She got a blue set of those pajamas. She says they're the most comfortable things ever. But their Giza Dream Sheets are at their lowest price ever right now. Go get a couple sets of Giza Dream Sheets. Go to MyPillow.com. You'll see this square called Radio Listener Specials. Click on that and use the promo code JESSE and you can get Giza Dream Sheets as low as $29.99 right now. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, all right? Or you're on the road, that's fine. 800-845-0544, 800-845-0544. Go get a couple sets of Giza Dream Sheets. After all, it's Christmas time. Now, federalism, national divorce. Let's talk about it. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Good song. 
the Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you've been out running. I've been waiting half the night. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Chris... Do you have that Canadian ad about the euthanasia? Because I, I saw this, and I thought it was almost a joke. And I haven't really talked about this much because, let's be honest, <laughs> it's Canada. But in all seriousness, euthanizing people is apparently something that is going to, well, yet another evil that is going to work its way into our society. This is something that's being legalized now in the Western world. Has been for a while, but it's catching steam. I'm looking at a headline here from Newsbusters. Daily Show thanks God for the basic human right of euthanasia. I'm about to play you something, then we'll get back to our Ask Dr. Jesse questions. On my life, this is not some parody we came up with. This is an actual television commercial in Canada talking about the choice to euthanize yourself. Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days... I see bubbles, I see the ocean, I see music. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. Okay. Man, oh man, that's getting ugly, huh? All right, you know what? Let's move on. We can't, we can't, we can't spend all day. On that stuff. You know why, Chris? We're changing people's lives. That's why. Or Oraculus Maximus. <laughs> it seems there is a movement within the Republican Party toward the actual federal federal republicanism of the U.S. founding generation and away from the Republican Party's centralizing and nationalist roots. Do you think that a national divorce could be avoided if we return to a similar system of government that these United States knew before the Civil War? His name's Dusty. No, and yes, and here's what I mean. I don't believe, I don't believe the national divorce can be avoided at all, no matter what. And this is why. 
we not only share two completely share a country with people with completely different value systems than ours. Their value system is not just different. Their value system demands that they dominate everyone and take over everything. Right. If, if I, uh, if I live next door to, to Chris, let's say I move next door to Chris and I want to relax at night and hang out with the wife and kids and, and, and maybe have myself a high-end glass of Jim Beam and watch a World War II documentary and then go to sleep at night. Chris, Chris leads a very different life, though. Chris, newly married, turns out they like to have huge uh, drug parties with drugs every night and cocaine and stuff, like big big drugs, big lots of drugs over there. He's on the pot. <laughs> anyway, but, but those parties he have, he has, they're always indoors. They always keep the noise down. Well, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm, I would rather Chris didn't because I'd like him to be alive to do this show for another 10, 20 years. But I don't care. It's fine. I, I, it doesn't bother me. However, if I want to live the life I want to live and Chris wants to have his cocaine parties and he wants my son's to come do cocaine with him and all the party goers throw the empty beer cans and things like that in my yard. And they're over there trying to recruit my sons to come do cocaine. Well, now we have a problem and now we we're going to have to work this problem out. We can't live next door to each other because Chris's value system is an offensive encroaching value system that now takes on my value system. We can't do a federalism thing, not in the way you're talking about, and just happen to all live with each other because the communist, as he has taken over the entire United States government, America's corporations, entertainment, uh, education, professional sports, as he's taken over all these things, have you noticed him being passive about these things? Or have you noticed he's getting more and more aggressive? The communist uses power. So let's stay in your scenario that we're all going to isolate ourselves to red state, red states, right? Everyone's moving to Idaho, Wyoming, Florida, Texas, South Carolina, all, all these, all these red states. All the people on the right have moved to those states, and all the communists have moved to their states. And we like to think to ourselves, okay, well now, look, our state will do what we do, and your state does what it does. Cool, cool, everyone, cool. No, it would work with you because if you're looking at uh, California which I can't believe we let them have the paradise that is California. That just sucks. California has more freaking cool places out there. Anyway, I'm not going off on that. But if we just let the, hey, California's yours. You would be able to live with that. Hey, okay, look, you guys want to go nuts out there? Do your thing. We'll be over here in South Carolina doing our thing. You would be able to live with that. But they wouldn't. They would never be able to look at you in your red area, your coalition of red states, and say to themselves, you know what? They don't want to live like us, and they seem happy. I say we leave them alone. The communist doesn't think in those terms. It is a religion of destruction and domination. I've used the example before of the islands. If, if we fought a war for 100 little islands, us versus the communists, and at the end of that war, we own 99 of them. And the communists had one. You and I, we would party so hard that night. 
And we'd wake up the next day just with a smile on our faces about the resounding victory of the, man, we got 99 of them. Look at us. We rock. Hey, enjoy your one island, losers. But if the roles were reversed and we fought that and they ended up with 99 islands and we woke up with one, they wouldn't even celebrate on the night they won the 99th and they would wake up the next day not with a smile on their face, with an angry scowl, just disgusted that there is an island they don't own. I don't even have to, I don't even have to use my analogy, by the way. That's happened before. You know why Taiwan isn't part of China right now, right? Because after a long, protracted civil war between the nationalists and the communists in China, Mao finally won China. The communists took over. They owned it all. Do you know how big China is? And they controlled every square inch of China. They owned it all. Except for the nationalists, instead of being totally routed, they escaped to the island that you know of as Taiwan. Mao was so beyond upset that they had that little island out there, he was mobilizing to send an invasion force to finish them off. It's just how the communist thinks. Communism has to be for everybody. So that said, we should be continuing to drift more and more towards an anti-communist federalist system on our own. What does that mean? That means we need to demand our red states are setting up parallel economies and we need to have our red state AGs and state police forces to start protecting us from the federal government and things like that. All these things we need to be doing. But we shouldn't be naive and think that this is somehow a solution or this is somehow a solution that's going to save America. It would save America if we lived with people who just had different values but wanted to live and let live. No, we share America with people who have different values and very much want to impose them on us. Why do you think why do you think that drag queens now routinely perform for children? Why do you think why do you think the drag queens show up at public libraries to read school books for children? Does that seem like these people have a live and let live mentality? Or does it seem like these people very much want to make their business your business? It is what it is. All right. System disruptors, Chicago pizza, someone's upset with me, ramen, noodle, ramen noodles, all that and so much more still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, speaking of children, go save one tonight. Go save a child's life tonight. $28 saves a child from being aborted and brings him into this world. It allows preborn, that $28 allows preborn to find that scared, confused young mother as she's seeking out an abortion. Remember, they find these women who are seeking out abortions and they simply go and they tell them, hey, Just come have a free ultrasound first. No charge. No charge. Come have an ultrasound. And when she goes in for that ultrasound and hears that baby's life, she chooses life almost every time. And all it costs is $28. Now, if you want to buy them a machine, those cost 15 grand. Go ahead. It's all tax deductible. But save a life tonight. $28. Go to preborn.com slash jesse preborn.com slash jesse or dial pound two five zero say baby all right sponsored by preborn 
It's time for some food talk. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. I come home one particular evening. Chris, don't ever insult George Thorogood to me again. Don't ever insult. That's This is a fine chorus. What's wrong with the, school, the chorus? What is that? What does that even mean? You love the song. The chorus sucks. The chorus is the song. What is that supposed to? What you like the bridge? I know the name of the song, Chris. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. You know what, Chris? I'm done with you for now. I'm done with you for now. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Thursday, and we can do this, or we can talk about President Poo Poo Pants once again being given a list he's supposed to call on. Okay, who's the next question? Got my list here. Is my turn to call someone? <laughs> right? Okay, how about NPR, Tom or Keith? That is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Have you seen how President Poopy Pants walks with that with that kind of weird gait that he, the, the dementia gait that he has and the mouth's always hanging open? It's so embarrassing. Can we get an age limit on the presidency, please? Honestly, it doesn't have to be party specific. Can we cap this thing off here? You know, we're moving on. Let's let's deal with a couple food questions before I get into something more serious here. I'm being threatened. Dear Jesse, as you assaulted my favorite food on air, I waited for someone to call you out. No one will stand up to you, so I will. (laughs) Chicago-style pizza is the best form of pizza there is. This slice of heaven is basically a bread bowl full of meat and cheese and sauce. How can you hate on such a thing? I am patiently awaiting your apology before the throngs of angry Italians come for you. P.S. As a token of friendship, I think it would be a good idea to offer a free trip to Israel with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe to a certain someone who informed you of this mistake before it got out of hand. Just the thought. <laughs> oh, his name is Seth. Seth. <clears throat> I'm not anti-Chicago. Okay, I won't be painted as anti-Chicago. I actually really, really enjoy Chicago. Now, it sucks that it's more dangerous than Iraq now, but I think Chicago's a really, really fun place. And the food is great there. There's so many Polish people there. You can get some of the best sausages in Chicago. I really enjoy Chicago. I like Chicago. I do. I even like Chicago's history. I'm super into all that syndicate stuff and all all that stuff with Al Capone. I think it's so cool. Buddy, your pizza's trash. It's not good. It's, it's not good. And you know what, Chicago? As long as we're on a rant tonight, as long as we've made every region of the country angry tonight, you know what else? It's not just that New York style is superior to your pizza. Detroit's is better than yours. Just sit and brew on that, Chicago. Detroit style pizza is better than that gigantic bowl of goo you serve to people and pretend it's pizza. What, Chris? It is lasagna. Did I tell you what happened to me too, Chris, last time I insulted Chicago pizza? So last time I insulted Chicago pizza, I was just going about my business. I think it was about a week later. And I get a package delivered to my home. And I open up the package and it's two deep dish Chicago style pizzas from this very famous place, Lou Malnati's in Chicago. They're famous for their pizza. And there was no note attached to the pizza. 
I didn't know who sent it to me. And I'm thinking to myself, who in the world got my address? Who tracked down? What kind of a creeper tracks down your home address and sends food? It turns out it was Julie Kelly. Our guest we have on Julie Kelly, the great writer, Julie Kelly. It turns out it was Julie Kelly who sent it to me. And I adore Julie. And so I did. I, d- I gave it another shot. Okay, this is the famous Lou Maldotti's. Let me put it in the oven. It sucked. It still sucked. I don't think I've ever told Julie that. If you're listening, sorry, Julie, your pizza's garbage. Oh, holy one. I moved to South Mississippi from Ohio a couple years ago. Every time I order fries, I ask for malt vinegar and I get strange looks. What do you think about malt vinegar on French fries? I think this. One, it's delicious. Two, Chris, you've never even had it, okay? You're from Texas. You have not ever had it. Don't act like you've had it. That's one. Two, I do think it's hilarious how the different regions eat different things. I, I, I do. I, and how weird those things are. And I'm here to tell you, as someone who's lived everywhere, I'm happy to explain who has the best of everything. If you're in the South, specifically Texas, has the best Mexican food. The South in general... The, the fried foods, things like fried, uh, fried chicken, cannot be beaten. It cannot be beaten in the South. However, if you want a good pizza, the best pizza, always found in New York, New Jersey, and Boston. People don't realize how, what a great pizza city Boston is. You've got to go Northeast for the great pizzas. The Southwest, uh, actually, let's, let's talk about California for a moment. You know, I don't do fish, but I love seafood. I know that's weird. I found California does seafood probably better than anyone. And I say that with the full knowledge of all the crawfish etouffee and stuff like that that I get to eat down here. But Midwest, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, nobody, nobody in the country does sandwiches the way the Midwest does sandwiches, whatever it is, whether it's a meatball sub, a hot Italian, uh, what, Chris? What about the Jewish delis in New York? They're disgusting, Chris. They're, they're disgusting. No, Chris, they're not defensible. I, I take that back. Hold on, hold on. For bagels, breakfast bagels, there's nothing better than a Jewish Jewish jelly. It's the first place I go. No, Chris, there's no defense of how you people eat sandwiches. There's not. You took the great pastrami and you put it on rye? Rye breads. Rye breads. It's the rye bread sucks. You took a great meat. It's like you purposely ruined every single sandwich. Put a pastrami on an Italian ogi and put cheese and mustard and mayonnaise and onion in there. And that now that's how you're supposed to eat pastrami. Don't try to sell me Jewish delis, Chris. Now, now for Jewish food, the best place is New York because that's where most of the Jews, well, not most, there's such a high Jewish population there. That's why you get the best bagels of your life in New York. That's all there is to it. But there, there's your regional food. All right. Now we have to talk about rhinos. Someone wants to talk about things like Republican infiltrators. We'll get to that in a second. Before we get to that, let us do remember that we always have to be more purposeful with where we spend our money. This is difficult. Well, that's not true. It's oftentimes very, very difficult. You want to buy a new car? Good luck. You want to buy a physical phone? A physical phone? I'm not talking about your cell phone carrier, but a physical phone that isn't made by a garbage company? Good luck with that. It's virtually impossible. But your phone service doesn't have to fund garbage. It really doesn't. Your phone service can be pure talk. 
I have this email here. I love these. I, I love when you send me these. Jesse, I just had to let you know I switched from the commie SOBs at Verizon to Pure Talk. Stop funding the people who hate you at Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Take 10 minutes right now and switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month, and that's on top of all the other savings. Average family saves over $900 a year. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Keep the cell phone. Keep your number. Stop paying companies that hate you. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans. who's was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacarum, here to announce a new season of our show, In Retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.